Hey kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast about fictional father figures and real life dads with real feelings. I'm Merritt, and how does this work again? Because we're back after our December break, and uh, I've forgotten how to, how to work all the levers on the SS podcast here, um, but thankfully today I'm joined by a very special guest, my friend, artist, and goofy lover meeks and that's great because we are talking about disney's dog dad goofy goof sometimes he's called goofy goof sometimes he's, he's called goofy goofus goofus d dog <laughs> who knows but thank you for joining me hi hello hi hello. i love goofy yes i'm i know i surprised we didn't get to a goofy episode sooner but uh i was talking about doing one and uh sort of asking around for people who might be interested and you were like oh pick me and i was like yes thank you because <laughs> uh i was not that familiar with the character i mean i had seen goof troop back in the day and obviously i've mm-hmm. seen some classic yeah. disney cartoons and mm-hmm. i saw a goofy movie when it was released in in theaters and then i mm-hmm. saw it again for i think this only the second time in my life uh last night <gasps> actually oh my god so goofy movie that's like one of my favorite disney movies like it's one of my top threes i was explaining it last night while we were watching it like in the house together i was like oh i have to do research everyone come gather around we have to we have to watch a goofy movie together as a family so we watched a goofy movie and i was like this power line scene the one at the very beginning of the movie i used to watch on loop as a child right right it's so good so for people who don't know the goofy movie um well we'll get into goofy's history as a character a little later on because i dug up some really interesting stuff but basically in the 90s goofy was in a cartoon show called goof troop and goofy is a single dad raising a son named max which is really interesting because no other disney characters are really portrayed as dads at least not around that time Mm. like donald duck Mm -hmm. and mickey mouse are uncles i think yeah but goofy uncles yeah goofy is a dad though he has a son named max and he's a single dad like there's no mom in the picture. And it's... Goofy's so lonely. I feel so He's bad. lonely. And he's... Goofy is goofy. Like, he is his character. And then Max is kind of like a normal boy. And that's yeah. where a lot of the tension comes from. And then after Goof Troop, you get this movie. There's... It's just called a Goofy movie. And it came out yeah. in, like, the early mid-90s. And it's sort of overlooked historically now, I think. Like, a lot of people point to that period as, like... Oh, you know, we're getting movies like Beauty and the Beast, like Mm. Aladdin, like The Lion King. And then no one really talks about a Goofy movie that much. Yeah, it it was one of Disney's B-sides. It feels like a B-side. It looks kind of like a B-side, but it's so good. It's good. And it it has this, it's a musical, like many movies were at the time, because there was this big Mm -hmm. pressure to make these, like, musical blockbusters. Um, And an interesting thing about this movie is that uh, it's sort of, first of all, the structure, there's no villain, really. Like, Mm. you could say Pete, who is uh, Goofy's next-door neighbor, who is like, you know, he's a classic Disney character, too. He's like often an antagonist in those roles. But in this, Mm -hmm. he's just sort of Goofy's, like, kind of abrasive neighbor. Um, But he's not not the villain. And he has a son as well. And there's, like, a contrast with, like, Goofy and his parenting style, which is very, like, you know, lax. And then 
uh, Pete and his parenting style, where he, he constantly says the phrase, like, you got to keep them under your thumb. Goof. And that's not what he sounds like. Why did I do that voice? Uh you gotta keep them under your thumb, Goofy. You gotta hey, boss, keep you gotta them. keep them under your thumb. Hey, kids, you gotta keep them <laughs> under your thumb. Uh, no, but he's played by Jim Cummings, who is like such a great voice actor. Incredible. He, I heard him, and I was like, mm. he's you know he's known for doing Darkwing Duck. He did Doctor Robotnik in Sonic the Hedgehog. He's done just like so many roles. Like you, everyone has heard him in something. Um, but he's he's Pete. And uh, this movie has a really interesting gaze on Pete, as I realized last night. Um, there's a lot of, like, shots from Goofy's POV looking up at Pete in, like, a Speedo or something. Yeah, uh, I was pointing it out, like, <laughs> So uh, there's something going on there. But, um, yeah, that's kind of, like, the structure of the movie. And, like, the scene you're referring to, um, at the beginning of the, the movie, uh, Max is trying to impress this girl. And, like, his whole tactic is... is well, maybe you can describe the whole, like, thing that he does. He does a... Well, there's a school assembly going on. And I like 90s portrayals of schools that are, like, mm. just... They're out of control. Yeah. And nobody can... Nobody... Can, they're, like... They seem like this, like, weird party. And they're just out of control. And the kids are just doing what they want. I love it. So the principal, who looks like every principal, like Mayor Dewey in... Steven Universe, he looks just like Mayor Dewey in Steven Universe. Every principal is on stage, and he's he's like, class, And he's played by school. Wallace Shawn, of course. <gasps> oh my god, I didn't even look up the voice actors. I knew Jim Cummings. Yeah. Because I was like, uh, that's daddy. Okay. Um, can I say that on this podcast? You can say that, yeah. You're allowed. It's dad feelings! Duh! <laughs> yeah, you're allowed, you're allowed. Oh my god, okay, good. Jim Cummings... Your daddy. Anyway, um, so Dewey, Mayor Dewey is on the fucking stage going, uh, attention class, uh, we've got some school shit going on. And then this projector comes down, and in the back is the, the AV nerd Bobby, who, love him. Is Polly Shore. That's the name he's, I was thinking of We were yesterday. like, wow, he's like, who is he supposed to be, Polly Shore? He just is yeah. Polly Shore. <laughs> I was I was trying so hard to think of his name and I went to Megan and Robbie and I said, Who's he supposed to be? Who was the guy in Biodome? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone was like, Who the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, It can't just be me. I can't be the only one thinking this. But yeah, Polly Shore and uh uh PJ, right? Yeah, the PJ. PJ, yeah, PJ. who is Pete's son. Yeah. So it was Bobby and PJ. And they're like, we're going to help you do this thing. You're going to get the girl. So he comes out dressed like Powerline, lip syncing to Powerline. He falls out of the projector, which, by the way, that was a cool video that Bobby and PJ put on. Mwah, lovely. Um, so he falls out of the, of, of the projector and everybody's looking at him dressed like Powerline. He's like, uh-oh, got to make the best of this. And he just performs and the girl's like oh my god he's power line not that he's max that he's power right line. right and then he gets caught he gets busted he gets busted, busted. yeah he gets busted but i think we're forgetting something oh, very that? important it's the max goof transformation scene 
Oh, right. The f- opening of the film. Yeah, that's the, really the, important. The one where he transforms into Goofy? Yes. He's frolicking in a field with the object of his desires. And mm-hmm. um, he it suddenly becomes night. And uh, he's laughing. And then he does, a, he does the classic Goofy hyuk. And, uh, and he, he tries to cover up his mouth, but it's too late. His teeth are growing. He gets all lanky and weird. And he's like a, doing a werewolf transformation, but into his dad. Yeah, that was He is extra. worried that he's going to become his, literally become his dad. And the whole time I was like, he's worried, but like, that should be the goal. That should be the end goal because Goofy is like, Goofy's a genuine dad. He is, I just want Goofy but... to care for me. <laughs> but the whole tension of the, the film between the, the two characters is that Goofy is Goofy. And he's kind mm-hmm. of as portrayed. It's weird. This movie portrays him as like, like it takes the classic character of Goofy, who is just like this like screwball, like, like schmuck and puts mm-hmm. him into like a real world. And yeah. there are other times that that's happened. And I want to talk about those a little bit later on. But um this time he's like still very much goofy, but like he works like a sad kind of job as like a, a baby yeah. photographer. Um, and like Pete and is he's his, so good at it. He's very good at it. Pete's either his boss or his coworker. I forget. Um, and like he just sort of doesn't seem to really have any friends besides Pete. He just like hangs out at home. And actually, a central part of uh, the sequel to this movie. Uh, extremely goofy movie is that goofy has empty nest syndrome when max Ah! goes to college um so so he's like kind of sad and like max is like just like a normal child and really and just sees his dad as like painfully uncool and really doesn't want to become him like the opening of the movie is like right after that dream goofy comes in and like is like has a towel on his head and is like vacuuming and then is like max do you have any you have any dirty laundry for me and then like i'll drive you to school and max is like no dad don't you're embarrassing me he comes in looking like a mother he does like an italian that's the joke yeah yeah um i love it it's good it's good and yeah so max is like trying to not become his he doesn't want to be goofy he wants to be like serious and cool and like who is serious and cool power line power line power line is kind of this like pastiche of prince and michael jackson yeah that's the joke i was making yesterday we're like imagine prince inviting goofy up on stage <laughs> at but, a concert and going like hey those moves i like that in prince voice i would fucking oh die oh my god one thing i did not know so that character is voiced by tevin campbell mm. um and one thing i did not know and i i found in an article on noisy which is called the enduring legacy of disney's black millennial classic a goofy movie uh is that that role the powerline role was originally created for bobby brown that makes fucking sense right that character is 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 that's bobby, bobby brown. brown and yeah. uh and what happened though is like this you know the movie was in production for a while and by the time things were moving bobby brown had checked into the betty ford center and disney was like uh, i don't know um and so instead they decided to go for tevin campbell and uh those tracks though uh the two tracks that he did which were stand out and eye to eye mm-hmm. uh they were both produced recorded and mixed by david z really who, who is the guy for people who don't know who uh engineered 
many of Prince's 80s albums, including <gasps> Purple Rain. So that, there is... That's poetic justice. Yeah, it's really amazing, like, all these connections that the music had. Um, and I've actually seen a few pieces on this in the last few years about how this is a movie that gets really forgotten in like the Disney canon. But a really Mm. interesting thing about it is that like a lot of people read it as like a black movie, like um, the, like from like the the kind of styling of the characters, like Max's clothes. Um, The fact that like when Max gets in trouble, um, like, so he gets in trouble and then the Polly Shore kid gets in, ca- in trouble too. And the Polly yeah. Shore character is like not worried at all. He's like, Hey, what's yeah. up, principal? And like that character is so clearly <laughs> coded as white, um, yeah. as like a surfer bro. And then like Max gets in trouble and the principal calls Goofy and is like, you're, you better get your son on track before he's, he's sent to the yeah. electrical chair. And like, he's talking about how his son is like dressed in gang clothes and like causing a riot at the school. Yeah! Um, and there's like all these elements of like oh wow this is like about this like it's like a uh, a black narrative like there's, yeah. there's another really great piece that i've read um on black nerd problems by jordan calhoun um mm-hmm. which points out all those things of like oh the power line character and max getting called a gang member um uh, all these things and then you know the actual like choice of who the cool uh like pop star would be too yeah Um, all that stuff is like really keyed into that which is really interesting especially given they chose bobby brown right that was their their first choice and then they they didn't end up going with him um it's interesting like comparing that to goofy's history because like you know with um cuphead being like so popular in the last few months people have been talking about like the roots of those cartoons and like disney cartoons are obviously a big part of that of like the sort of caricatures that they were drawing on Mm-hmm. But but so Goofy starts off as a character named Dippy Dog, uh, in, yes! in the forties, and he's like a much older character. Like he looks like a kind of haggard old dog. Yeah, Do you, you know love, about these. I love the Dippy verse. Yeah, I love the Dippy verse because at least then he's a dog. He is a dog. He's a, he, he's a dog, but he's not a dog forever because in the fifties <laughs> he turns into a character named George Geef. Yeah. Okay. So. That's what I was talking about before. This starts the Goofy multiverse theory where there's just a million goofs. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so you mentioned the Goofy multiverse theory um, before we started. And so this is what you're talking about, how there's like all these different characters named Goofy. Yeah. They're, they're all essentially Goofy playing different roles in like, it's like a weird series that looks like instructional videos for like how to be a proper adult. Uh, going to a hockey game, um, how to do your taxes. It was, I, I watched like five and the only ones I remember were how to be an adult. Oh, and how to buy a boat. Yes. Yes. Um, so by the time they got to doing those how to videos, um, I think it was because the voice actor had died, the original voice actor, Mm. and they were trying to put him in roles. The how to videos were roles where he doesn't really talk. Yeah. Um, and they're just like him being an adult. But the weird thing is he becomes more like a human in those roles. Like he gradually loses a lot of his dog like characteristics. Mm-hmm. And there's this transformation where the character basically becomes white. Um, and the last thing that he loses are the the gloves. And what I noticed yeah. when I was watching <laughs> when I was watching a goofy movie, like most of the male characters have gloves, but not all mm-hmm. like but like ninety nine percent of them. And then like very few 
of the female characters have gloves. Like I saw one, I think he did. Most of them don't. Yeah. Um, so that's just raises more questions um, about the dogs <laughs> in the Goofy universe. But so when he's George Geefe, he has a human wife and his son is like not as dog like as he is. Um, and like, yeah, I was like, is that original Max? Was he like a redhead as a kid? Yeah, or? he has this redheaded son. I don't think he has a name. Um, I don't remember if he has a name, but he's he's George Geef and he has a human wife and like a half human dog. And <laughs> it's just like and he becomes this like suburban man in the 40s. Um, and he becomes like they take out his stubble and his like teeth coming out and he starts wearing suits and like it's it's very strange it's it's so much it's so much i liked i liked in the hockey one where they kept playing different clips from like different cartoons during like the intense parts of the (laughs) hockey match i thought that that was like a next level goof good job goofy (laughs) i love that one in the comics Um, he's often like he turns into a superhero when he eats like a, a magic peanut or something I don't know if you've read these. Yeah, he becomes super goof. Um, It's a comic exclusive thing. There's a really interesting thing with like Disney comics. They were really big in Europe, I think, like in Italy and like France and Germany. Um, So a lot of these like versions of the characters come from there. Um, But yeah, I remember reading these comics as a kid where Goofy would like eat a super peanut or he called it like a super goober. Um, (laughs) And he would turn into a super goof and he had powers. That's okay. So, so, so this is another. I haven't read the comics, but I want to speculate about Please. what Goofy's dad powers would be. Okay, what do you think? Uh, he's like super responsible. He can like just like see all like trouble that his son is. Get- I don't think he has a son in that universe, though. No, I not I not the superhero universe. I don't I don't want him to have a son, but I want him to be a dad. Yeah. Well, he is a dad in, like, in a lot of this stuff. Like, so, Goof Troop, like, kind of draws on those earlier ones where he has this, Mm -hmm. like, weird red-haired son, but it just makes Max, like, more like him and, like, more normal. And he's a single father in in Goof Troop as well. But uh, Pete is not. Pete has a wife named Peg. (gasps) That's right! He has Peg! But she's not in the movie. She's She's only in the the movie. And so fans speculate that they got divorced in between the show and the movie. And also, Pete has a second child in Goof Troop, who fans speculate that um, Peg took with her when she left. Uh, Also, also, Peg Peg Pete is another victim of the... um, You know about this guy who, like, just goes to every cartoon character wiki and... uh, and transforms the text. Oh, what's his name? Oh, Nate Dog nine twenty one. No. So I talked about this on an episode of Woodland Secrets uh, with Doc Future, <gasps> where we discovered that it's the same guy going around to every cartoon like Wikia and explaining and like talking about the personality and appearance of like the frog from Thumbelina and like the the mm. chicken from Rockadoodle. And so here's what the Disney's Goof Troop Wiki has to say about Peg Pete. Okay. Peg is an unbearably beautiful, very attractive, <gasps> and insanely sexy woman with shoulder length, medium dark red hair, and a tridu, long eyelashes, blue eyes, a black nose, a medium large cleavage, an apple bottom, child bearing <laughs> hips, medium <laughs> thighs, and wears a loose pink medium sleeve sweater, leg grayish white, calf length, skin tight pants, crimson heel. 
high-heeled pumps and gold hoop earrings. Despite her attractiveness, beauty, and sexiness, she is obnoxious, tentative, a bit of a ditz, and has a very short temper. So kind of some negs going on there. Really? Kind of some negs. Just negging her. Her whole life has come for her. Uh, so that, so Nate Dog 921 strikes again. Um, but, uh, yeah, she is, uh, she is Pete's wife. I think Nate Dog has some mom feelings. Nate Dog has some, yes. Like He has some mom feelings that, that he needs to work out. And he is working out through vandalizing all of these (laughs) wikias. So we wish him the best. Um, there's backstory for like, apparently, I haven't seen Good Trip in like a million years, but there's backstory Mm -hmm. for why Pete dislikes goofy um because apparently when pete was a quarterback in a big high school football game it was goofy Uh who accidentally caused pete to fumble the ball and lose the game because goofy accidentally kicked him in the face revealing that goofy was on the cheerleading squad in high school no it's good freaking way shut up is he wearing the dress Is is he wearing the cheerleading out google Google, find Goofy cheerleader. No, it's just finding silly-looking cheerleaders. Goofy dog cheerleader. Goofy Disney. No, that Goofy dog cheerleader does give very good results, but not what I am looking for. It just gives very goofy dogs. I googled Goof Troop cheerleader, and I got Peg dressed as a cheerleader. Well, Well, we're never going to find this. Well, yeah, let's... Three times the charm. Yeah, and then in the in the movie, um, it's just sort of these two single dads who are kind of friends and like kind of rivals, but like mm. well Goofy doesn't see him as a rival. Goofy just like is just like pals and then uh Pete is sort of like mean spirited, uh and like has this weird aggressive approach to parenting and also like so the whole point of the goofy movie which we haven't really gotten into yet i guess is like max Mm -hmm. is trying to impress this girl and he does the whole stunt and then he's like oh will you go to the party with me and she's like yeah i will because you're cool because you're power line power line's cool (laughs) Uh, and then his dad finds out like gets a call from the principal and is like i gotta get my son on track and so he's like Without saying, oh, your principal called me or anything, he's just like, we're going on a fishing trip, just like my dad took me on a fishing trip. And, like, it's mm-hmm. going to be all summer, and we're driving across the country, and uh, Max doesn't want to go, and Goofy sort of, like, drags him. And so Max lies to the girl to say, like, she's like, or you know, at first he's like, my dad's taking me on this trip, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, okay. Um and then he's like, no, but actually he's taking me on a trip to go see Powerline because my dad's an old friend of Powerline's and we're going to go on stage and I'll wave to you when you're watching the concert at the party. And she's like, whoa, that's so cool. Max is such a goober. He's a goober. And then he goes along with that live the whole time. And like what ends up happening is he changes the map to say that they're going to L.A. And you might say, well, oh. wouldn't Goofy just see the map was changed? Except that Goofy, before that happens, is like, I need to give my son more responsibility so that he understands things. And I'm going to let him be the navigator. And I'm not even going to look at the map anymore. Um, oh. And then Mac, you know, Max takes them to like all kinds of places that Goofy hates, like a monster truck rally. But then he like realizes Goofy isn't having a good time. So like they go on things they both like. Um also, at some point, there is, like, this whole, I think before all this, there's a very long scene that I totally blocked out where, 
where they're like menaced by the Sasquatch for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like the Sasquatch just like Bigfoot just like torments them. <laughs> like basically Bigfoot chases them around and then like they're trapped in their car while Bigfoot just like does puppet shows outside and like taunts them and just like that is just happening for yeah. like 10 minutes. It's very strange. I I don't even know the resolution cuz I I never remember the resolution. I just know they get out of the situation, but I you block it out like immediately as it happens, you forget it. Yeah, it's very What odd. happened? I think uh let me just go to the Goof Troop wiki real or not Goof Troop. Bigfoot on the Goof Troop. I think they just I think they just sleep through the night. Um yeah, that's like that's the night when Max alters the route. They just like sleep through the night and then Bigfoot leaves, like <laughs> uh and then so Pete overhears Max telling PJ that he changed the route and he tells Goofy, who like refuses to believe him. But then Goofy sees the map and is just like, oh my god, my son is lying to me. And does this whole like test thing where he's like, all right, son, we gotta oh. go left or right. Which is it gonna be? And like Max is sweating and then like finally like decides to, he's like, go left, which is the way to LA. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole scene where they almost die. Um, but Max saves Goofy using the fishing technique that Goofy taught him earlier, uh, and which got Bigfoot to them mm-hmm. before. Um, and then they go to LA. Then at that point, the movies, I feel like they were just like, oh, this movie's running long. Uh, they go to LA, <laughs> they like sneak in and like, in <laughs> like, there. they appear in like, you uh, instrument cases. Yeah. And then Goofy, like, falls on the stage and is dancing. And Powerline's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, this guy's cool. He's doing the, like, the perfect cast as a dance. It's, like, pretty great. And then yeah. Max falls on stage and is doing it, too. And, uh... Gets the, the girl. He gets the girl. Because, well, then he goes back and has to tell you the truth. That, like, that was the first time he'd ever met Powerline. She's like, why would you lie to me? He's like, oh, I just, like, like you. Um, <laughs> and then he does the, like, heel... And uh, she's like, no, I like it. I like your weird laugh. Um, and oh, the- my God. She was she was like, you had me the first time I heard that laugh. The yuck. I was like, <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. She's like, not to be crude, but like incredibly horny through the whole movie. Um, like yeah. every scene of her is just like her like twirling her finger in her hair, like making like weird eyes at Max. Um, <laughs> you know what? She saw her dad and she's like, that's what he's going to be in the future. And I want that. <laughs> I'm gonna get on that train now before it leaves the station. <laughs> that daddy's about to be my daddy real quick. <laughs> when you upgrade your dad, Ugh. so Goofy is so cute, and I'm trying to find this one specific artist that just loves Goofy to death. <laughs> I'm on Pixiv trying to figure out how to spell Goofy in Japanese. Oh, now have you played any of the Kingdom Hearts games? I sure have. Is Goofy dad-like in those or, or no? He cares a lot about Sora. So Goofy is like always going to be your friend, no matter what. Because Goofy's just like a good boy. So he's always going to see the good in you. He's always going to like feel for you. He's always going to like give you the benefit of the doubt. And he's like that in Kingdom Hearts. Where like he's just going to like protect you because he's like the defense guy. He's going to protect you. He's going to do his little he's going to do his little moves. He's going to uh go, "Oh no, not the heartless." And uh 
That's going to be it. But in Kingdom Hearts 2, there is a very, very emotional scene with Goofy where they suggest for 20 minutes that he's dead. You watch him die. Well, you watch him, like, get hurt. And he falls to the ground and stops moving. And Donald's and then, like, Goofy! I never thought I'd hear you do a Donald impression. This sounds so good. (laughs) What is this? I'm very sick already, and I think I destroyed my voice more. But um, yeah, no, I think that scene was recreated on um, my friend Simone and Pat's video series um video game theater Mm -hmm. where they act out dramatic cutscenes from games um yeah yeah i think that was in there um so that's interesting that he has a shield he's kind of like protective and like loyal Mm -hmm. he's He's like he's kind of a dad in those as well which is interesting he is he just wants to protect you that's a very dad role is being protective. <sighs> it's so cute. I'm finding a lot of things on here that aren't goofy, but instead Roxanne busting it open. <laughs> People on Pixiv <laughs> really want Roxanne to bust it wide open. Yikes. Well, yeah. um, it's interesting to me about the Goofy movie is it wasn't really well received um, at the time. It, yeah. Uh, Variety's Todd McCarthy called the six featured songs unmemorable. Um, he said that Goofy's character is overbearing and selfish and responds with a bland dismissal to any opinion offered up by his son, which isn't untrue, but Siskel and Ebert both approved of the movie. They loved the sweet father-son plot and gave it three stars. Siskel and Ebert, they had it going on. They know what's up. They They knew what was up. Sometimes you just gotta have like a sweet dad movie. And Goofy wasn't dismissive of Max. Goofy was just trying to be like, I want to be a part of your life, Max. Right. I well, want Goofy a part of my life. I think a big part a big part of the movie is that uh, they're not communicating until like very late in the film, which is such mm-hmm. a classic dad plot point. Because yeah. like he's like, instead of just being like, hey, Max, your principal called me. I'm worried about you. What happened? Because the principal doesn't give the full story. He's just like, your son caused a riot and he's in a gang. And when actually he did a really cool show and like did his art and uh, (laughs) and his Goofy would be proud of him probably. But like, so they don't talk about it. Goofy's just like, I'm going to solve this with decisive action and my son is going to be fixed. And Max is just like, well, I'm not going to talk about this either. And so like, it's not till very late when they're like, actually communicate and then they're like oh yeah we can be a part of each other's lives even as like max is growing up and like has his own stuff going on mm-hmm. oh my gosh i f- i was watching that scene where max was like waiting for the principal and when you said like yeah but goofy would be proud i was like the whole time yeah goofy would like be like hey max i used to do this wacky shit when i was a kid proud of you uh let's go to power line that's what would have happened yeah. the goofy movie would have been so different it would have been, but that's that's the like one of the classic points of difficulty in like dad stories is like they're not communicating, um, and that's really the issue in this movie. And like, it's not. I like this movie because it's not like there's a villain, there's like a bad mm-hmm. person who is doing things. It's just like everyone has their own. Everyone is worried about you know 
themselves or like trying to you know impress people or like mm-hmm. just everyone has like very like human feelings and like desires and they're just like trying to work them out i think it's so cute that max is trying so hard to like just impress a girl and goofy is trying so hard just to impress max and i think that's so cute because goofy doesn't have anything to prove goofy doesn't have to be cool he's a dad now he's been cool he's a disney guy but like he's trying so hard to just be like cool for his son in like the 90s way and he's just so gentle (laughs) and when they're on the car floating down the river and they sing that fucking song i'm like yes goofy can be my dad too goofy Goofy can can definitely be my dad Goofy can be everyone's dad (laughs) he's so gentle i don't know that i've actually seen an extremely goofy movie it was a direct to vhs sequel um, and it was the se- uh, it was the series finale of Goof Troop, but it was basically Max goes to college, and uh, and then also Goofy goes to college because he loses his <laughs> job, um, and he has to get he has to finish his final year of college, and he ends up going to the same college as Max. Oh no! Oh no! I was I w- I wanted to watch an extremely goofy movie yesterday for like for research purposes, but I was told to avoid it. By multiple people and I was like why and they were like it's weirdly racist and I said how and they didn't explain and I have no idea I haven't seen it I don't think here are the things I know about this movie though Brad Garrett is in it um BB Newerth plays a librarian who becomes Goofy's love interest no uh it's a lot about extreme sports like x games or something Okay, all right. Uh, Max Goof would be into X Games. Yeah, that's basically all I know about that movie. So, um... Okay, so now I want to watch it. So now I will. Um, Because now I want to see Max do X Games. I want to see Max bust his ass. I spent the entirety of the Goofy movie last night just being pissed off at him. At Max? Because, yeah, at Max. Because he's a bad son. terrible son terrible terrible son uh you have this beautiful dad that's literally willing to do anything for you drop his life to go across country to go fishing uh i want to go fucking fishing but what if you didn't what if you but you were supposed to go to the party to hang out with that girl listen she can wait. There will be others. <laughs> she ain't going to be the only one. She ain't going to be the only one twirling her hair. What about Goofy's hair? What about his little earsy weersies? <sighs> Twirl those around his finger. <laughs> For me? You're so anti-Max. You're so pro-Goofy. But Goofy, I'm pro-Goofy. Goofy doesn't listen to his son. And, and that's what they both need to learn to listen to each other. And see eye to eye. That's the point of the movie. That's the point of the movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And they do see eye to eye, and then he becomes the best dad in the world. He's a good dad. And I guess Max becomes like a good son in comparison. I guess. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm so pissed at this kid. Because, like, I saw the way Goofy was, like, hugging those kids at his job. The gentle, firm hugs that I saw him give those kids, and I was like, those 
are so cute. And I want them. And Max gets them and he doesn't appreciate them. But no no kid appreciates that when they have it, you know? I know. I guess it's because I'm older and I'm when I was a kid, I was like on Max I was on Max's side. I was like, hell yeah. Goofy's being so overbearing. Fuck parents. Fuck school. I'm not gonna do my homework. Fuck that. Um but now that I'm older and I, I, I see everything from Goofy's perspective. So now I'm like, oh, puppy, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you have to deal with this. It's so, I'm sorry, Goofy. I'm sorry, Max. Max isn't getting like a fair treatment from me. It's okay. I understand. I think that's like the circle of life is like, you know, as a kid, you're like, Matt, I'm Max. Goofy's trying to make me do uncool stuff. I don't want to become Goofy. And then as an adult, you're like, but Goofy is so sweet. And like just being a try to be a good dad and just, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to talk about the excessive amount of feet in the movie? There is a scene where Max and Goofy do take off their shoes for no apparent reason, for no apparent reason, and just wiggle their feet around a lot, and I didn't know what to make of it, and I don't know that I want to think about it too much, um, but that happened. It happened. It happens twice. Because it happens immediately after two, where just, like, their toesy-woesies are out, and they're weirdly articulated, which is why I'm like... Just be a dog. Make them pause, please. You don't have to have toesy woesies. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of Bobby's perfectly articulated toesy woesies, and I want to die. Oh, don't do that. Oh. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, I don't want to die. There is a lot of cosplay of uh, Roxanne from the Goofy movie, which is pretty cool. Uh, good work, everybody. <laughs> good work. But what about what about what about the what about Pete's wife? Oh, she's gone. I mean, let me see. Is there is there Pete? There has there to be cosplay. Peg Pete cosplay. Wait, no, that's not her name, is it? Peg Pete. Wait. I I I'm looking up Mickey and Friends Wiki. Peg Pete. Wait, is Pete's name Pete Pete? <laughs> Wait. Oh. Is Pete's name Pete Pete? It's Peter Pete. <gasps> Pete! I am nice. seeing some Peg cosplay, and it's very impressive and very good. It's just like a mom. They just did her... They were just like a mom. A cool mom. Thank God. It's Thank good. God for Peg. I love it. Although I am now seeing... Uh... uh nope. It's a drawing of Rick, and he kidnapped Peg, and he, to increase Rick and Morty's popularity, they stole Peg from a goof troop. No. And that's, that's too it. much, man. Unpickle <laughs> uh, Peg. Oh, do you like that one? Don't put that in, please. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. That's fine. Thank um, God. But uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's a pretty good overview of Goofy. That's I think that's most of what I wanted to talk about. Is there anything that we missed that you want to hit on? I want to talk about there's this world in Kingdom Hearts 2 that I really like that shows like a good contrast between like normal Goofy and like older Goofy. Mm. And it's the Steamboat Willie world. 
I forgot the exact name of it, but it's basically... It's like River something, yeah. Timeless River. Yes, yeah. It's Timeless River. So you're going to Timeless River, and you're there, and you're basically seeing, like, old Pete run around doing, like, these little scampish things, and you're seeing, like, old Mickey run around, and you see old Donald and old Goofy run around after Mickey, and it's so cute to see, like, how different the times were and how different Goofy's appeal was in comparison, because before he was just, like, this old noodly tune that kind of had a cute face and a heart of gold, and you can tell because Mickey was mean. Mickey was mean back then. But now <laughs> he's like a single dad working really hard for his son, and he's trying his best, and he's trying to listen to his son, and it's just the times have changed. You ever think that if, if like people were into Goofy back then, like back during the timeless river times the steamboat willy days <laughs> you ever think that there was like some some guy like drawing goofy fan art going like yes by job my journals are complete and it's all goofy fan art journals those were the first scenes you ever think <laughs> that's very possible i found out that um at least one biographer of walt disney said that Walt Disney did not like Goofy. He thought the Goofy cartoons were just stupid cartoons with gags tied together with no narrative or emotional engagement and a step backwards to the early days of animation. And he constantly threatened to terminate them, but continued it just to make work for the animators to do. What? No. Apparently. No. Walt Disney was straight. (laughs) Well, Disney was straight and he didn't understand. He was like, oh, Mickey, so cute. Ha ha ha. The kids will love it. But Goofy, though, fuck that bitch. That's my <laughs> Walt Disney impression. It's accurate and I hate him. Yeah, well, he he was a bad man and uh, <laughs> he's in hell now. Not a lot of people he's know that. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that Walt Disney is in hell. But uh, He's in hell now. That's where he is. Um <laughs> God, the list of things that Goofy was in and, like, the the short films in, like, the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Mm-hmm. Just, like, actually, they made a how-to in 2007. They, it's called How to Hook Up Your Home Theater. Um, no! And it was, like, very similar to the old ones. <gasps> uh, and the two football teams that the teams he's trying to watch are called the Dogs and the Geefs. No! Oh, my God! That's amazing. It was done with digital animation to see if they could make something that had a similar look to something in the 1940s or 50s, which is really interesting. That's really interesting. But he's called, okay, or some of these skits are called like, so there's just like how to play baseball, how to fish, whatever. But then there's like, uh, hockey homicide. Uh, yeah, that's the good one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a Cold War. There's Fathers <laughs> Are People. Uh, Too Good Goofy. Father's Weekend. How to Sleep. I knew that one. I think um, it's either the How to Sleep one. Yeah, it's the How to Sleep one where Goofy is trying desperately to sleep. But like his kid is outside fighting with the neighbor kid. Oh my God. And it's like the redhead kid and like just a a normal like black haired goofy kid 
which looks exactly like a little Max. Oof. But that's the other kid's kid. Um, so Goofy comes running out. And he's like, hey, what's the matter with your kid? Hey, you're fucking yelling over here. And the other the guy comes out like, your kid is fucked up. And they're yelling <laughs> like two Italian dads. Until wow. the mother comes out. And the mother, in some of these Goofy cartoons, she was like a Goofy wearing a dress. Uh-huh. So she comes out. And she's a Goof wearing a dress. And she's like, oh, let the kids play. Get out of here. Go back to work. And then Goofy tries to go back to sleep again. And then that's it. That's the whole, like, it's just Goofy trying to sleep and the kids are interrupting him. God. And that's let it. Goofy and they're all, like, let Goofy sleep. Let Goofy sleep. He's just sleep. tired. I love how they just take his ears off in those cartoons and expect, and, and, and they're like, he's not a dog. Look. They hide them under his hat sometimes. <laughs> I love it. It's good. Robbie was telling me about that. He was like, yeah, there was just a period of time where they just weren't admitting that Goofy was a dog. And yep. I was like, what the, f- what? What the fuck? Yep. They were just trying to f- pass him off as a human man. <laughs> a human man. A human man with big toesy woesies and a nice puppy nose. Yep. Just I love a it. regular human man. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Goofy. Goofy's great. He's so special. He's a good dad. He's a good dad. Oh, this goofy fan art. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that just the right does it for this week, then. I think oh, my we've God. So much good goofy content. Thank you so much for we joining did. me. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. It's been a blast. Do you have anything that you want to plug before we go? Um. Well, you can find me on Meek's Tape at Twitter. And Meek's Tape on tumblr m-e-e-k-s-t-a-p-e boom cool great (laughs) well thank you again and Mm -hmm. um yeah that that's it this week and how do we do the ending of the show again (laughs) um oh right we say bye kiddos so i'll say that and then the show will be over (laughs) bye kiddos (laughs) dad feelings hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Dad Feelings is a part of Stay Me, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Me at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album Foil Gear. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuis for letting us use it. Please mention us on Twitter we're at Dad Feelings and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>